0: Hi everyone! Welcome to the Bombshell Podcast. I'm your host, Liana, otherwise known on Instagram as Bespoke Beauty by Liana.
1: And I'm your co-host Liam, also known as the Gin to your tonic.
0: I've <laughs> you used that one before. Uh rum <laughs> to your coke, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> how are we
1: great how are you
0: good that's good just loving puppy cuddles how's it been Mm,
1: puppy breath soy sauce ears
0: puppy pamper day Mm -hmm. puppy bites yeah lots of puppy bites but so cute very (laughs) worth it very adorbs winnie's here in the studio say hello winnie say hello 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 (laughs) hello She's shy. Mm. (laughs) She's a quiet girl, though. Mm. She's quite quiet. And she's got puppy school tomorrow. Mm. So we'll let you guys know how that goes. Exciting. Yeah. She's all grown up. 12 weeks old. (laughs) Okay. Um, So today I wanted to talk about acne. I'm going to break it down into part one and part two because there's a lot to cover. Lately, I've been... Talking to a lot of my clients, and they've, there's been a lot of new clients, and they're really struggling with breakouts, blemishes, different stages of acne. Um, I'm hearing a really common thread, which is they they don't know what to do. They're really feeling really overwhelmed. They're stressed. Uh, they're overwhelmed by everything going on in like social media, being told what to do, what to use. Mm. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to shed some light and help as many people as I can over the podcast and give my expert advice because I'm very passionate.
1: All right. So for the, for the lads like me and that, and the unaware people out there, what is acne and what causes it?
0: Okay. Acne is where you get clogged pores and you have follicles as well that are attached to your pores. That's where your sebum comes out and your sweat comes out. And then you have a full clogged pore by dead skin buildup and oil buildup. And it gets trapped in the pore and it becomes infected. Not all acne is infected acne, but most of the people that are coming to see me and the people that are getting stressed out are when it gets infected. So how do you know it's infected? It goes red. Because that's when your white blood cells come in to try and kill that infection. Yeah yeah
1: so is it that's just acne is the same it's just on your back
0: yeah <laughs> speaking from personal experience no
1: no not myself like um i've been fortunate we haven't had acne but um yeah yeah so what why are you so passionate about acne
0: well i grew up with acne as well And um, it was a really hard time for me, and I I didn't really know where to turn to. Um, And, you know, that's why I'm so passionate and I can really feel for my clients because it it is a very stressful, traumatizing experience, Um, and everybody goes through it. And also I wanted to say, um, so what happens is... There's nothing wrong with having acne. Hmm. Everyone experiences it. I think anyone from like the age of 15 to like 50 will experience it um, at some point in their life. Really? Like, yeah, everyone does go through it at some stage in their life. And um, all that happens, there's nothing wrong with it. It's really normal. All that happens is you overproduce oil and you overproduce dead skin. And that's why it gets clogged. Um, So with that in mind, can you stop producing oil? Not really.
1: You don't want that though, do you? But also, you you need oil. Yeah. You need to produce oil.
0: Perfect, yeah. So a lot of people have oily skin. Yeah. A lot of people have hormones. Everyone goes through hormonal patches, right? Mm-hmm. So when your hormone levels fluctuate and they're higher, you produce more oil. So a lot of women will experience that at that time of their month. Their skin will be oilier and their hair will be oilier. So it's really common to get breakouts at that time of the month around your chin area, either on the left side of the chin or the right side of the chin. And that relates specifically to your ovaries as well, with which side the egg is releasing. So it's really, really common to get a pimple. Yeah. And a lot of my clients also experience, or a lot of people also experience more of a flare-up every like two to four weeks. It's like a constant cycle because it's in flow with your your menstrual cycle. cycle? Yeah. Yeah, It's a constant cycle of hormone fluctuations where you produce more oil and when you produce less oil. There's also things like um, your diet and Mm. stress and your lifestyle Mm. that can all sort of impact um, your hormones and um, gut health can also make you produce more oil. If you're eating highly processed foods, fatty foods, unhealthy foods, all of that contributes to creating more oil too. So there are, you know, there's not a lot you can control, but there are little things that you can do to control it. Mm. And then there's also dead skin. So everybody (laughs) sheds the same amount of skin. We... Shed like thousands, millions of thousands of tiny dead skin cells every minute. So we're always losing dead skin cells. Mm -hmm. So what you can do to prevent dead skin cell buildup is cleanse regularly. Cleanse morning and evening. And exfoliate, exfoliate. Yay! yay! And you can Ooh. exfoliate, but exfoliating is different for everybody. So I usually will prefer my clients to come and see me before I recommend um, anyone exfoliates, because everyone's skin is so different, and there's so many mm. different exfoliators on the market. Yep. There's chemical ones, there's granular ones, there's um, so like physical exfoliators with beads, mm. and then there's chemical ones which are like glycolic acid exfoliators or PHA polyhydroxy um so exfoliating is something i prefer that you do with guidance from a professional because you can do more harm than good when it comes to exfoliating
1: yeah but
0: but essentially exfoliating is going to help prevent acne um it is going to help prevent dead skin cell buildup.
1: yeah okay. so on the back of those couple of tips what are some basic steps uh someone can take that's experiencing more than a few breakouts
0: Okay, perfect. Well, so yeah, it's important to remember that if you're getting one or two breakouts, that's really normal. Um, Don't stress about it because stress is going to make you break out more. Mm. Try not to touch it um, as your fingers will spread bacteria as well, which is a no-no. We don't want to do that. Again, it's going to make your acne worse and create more infection or inflammation, which is redness, which we don't want to do. Um, So some really simple steps would be see a professional like somebody at Bespoke Beauty by Liana, Um, or just get professional advice somewhere, you have options. You could go to a doctor, a dermatologist. Um, There's also naturopaths. There's so many different approaches that you can take, but um, the main thing is just to do some research and talk to somebody about it. Um, You know, like I feel like a lot of people go on social media and TikTok and they get their advice Mm -hmm. from somebody that's trying to sell them a product or that's paid to sell a product. um, And that's not going to help you because we are all, we have bio individuality. So we are all very unique. And so what is working for somebody on social media that has glass skin is most likely not going to work for you.
1: Yeah. So that was sort of, sort of my next question as well. Mm. What options are available out there?
0: Perfect. Yeah. Uh, And I should have said, in the, in the other question you just asked me, the basics would be I would like you to cleanse your skin morning and nighttime with a suitable cleanser for your skin type. Mm-hmm. Again, recommended by a professional. Even if you're going to a dermatologist and they tell you to cleanse with Cetaphil, that's okay. That's going to help maintain your skin. I certainly don't think that's going to be great if you have acne, but it's a start. Cleansing is just a really good start because you're removing dead skin and oil buildup and bacteria yeah. buildup. And then the next thing I want you to do after your cleansing is I want you to moisturize and I want you to wear sunscreen. So again, there's so many different moisturizers out there. I'm not too pressed about what moisturizer you're using. Just start with something because moisturizer is gonna hydrate your skin. It's gonna protect it. It's gonna calm down inflammation because when your skin is hydrated, that is the key to healthy skin. If your skin is dehydrated, as in you're not using a moisturizer, that's when your skin is going to get worse, and you're more prone to getting breakouts, mm. and you're more prone to getting infections. So yeah. there's also that thing where people with oily skin are like, my skin's too oily, and I can say like this was me when I was a teenager as well. My skin's oily. I hate moisturizer. It feels heavy. Mm. It feels thick. My face is already shining. Already,
1: yeah. like <laughs> I don't got want two layers on or something.
0: Yeah, I don't need moisturizer. Well. That's a little bit uneducated, but that's okay because that's that's how you learn. Um, so I would definitely recommend just like a light lotion as a moisturizer and start using that morning and nighttime after you cleanse. Please don't just cleanse your face and then don't put anything else on because you're actually going to make your skin drier Dry. and it's going to be worse and it's going to get oilier and it's going to feel tight. But it's going to get oilier throughout the day if mm. you don't moisturize. You've
1: covered that is also before.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I do feel like I'm repeating myself, but I thought we'd just make this episode about like mm. focusing on the basics of acne. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is is acne something you could start treating, uh, looking after straight away, or is there like precautions, or is there things you, you got to wait for?
0: Um, It depends if you're on any medication, like if you're seeing a doctor for your skin, then you would have to follow your doctor's guidance before you were going to see another professional. Uh, (laughs) um, Why are you making that face, Liam? (laughs)
1: What? No, it's, sorry, it's, oh, it's, Winnie. it's Winnie.
0: I thought you were making a face at me. Sorry. No, no, no. Um, yeah, so it's always best to check any medication that you're on or do you have any medical conditions? Because mm. all of those things can infect your skin and they can affect skin treatments or supplements that you might be taking. Um, everything works in conjunction with each other. Uh, so there's definitely treatments available. As I mentioned before, you have options. If you wanted to see a dermatologist, they are able to um, prescribe something particular Like it could be like a prescription cream, uh, like a topical ointment that's going to help if you're getting breakouts. Um, They could prescribe something that's an oral medication as well. Um, If you're not sure, just visit your doctor first. Um, There's so many different options. As I said, there's a naturopath as well. And Mm -hmm. they can help with your gut health because I can tell you right now, if you're getting breakouts, there's something not right with your gut health. And um, whenever I get a breakout, I always think... What is this one from? It's usually from that time of the month for me. Or it's I know I haven't been eating well. Or occasionally it's it's from stress. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Nothing. <laughs> I eat vegetables all the time. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. On top of a pizza. <laughs> no, I'm Thanks. I do. I'm um, the bad influence here.
0: Mm, hmm. Um. And then treatment-wise, I would still recommend seeing a professional, like a skin specialist, a beauty yeah. therapist, someone that has experience in acne, like myself. Um. Because what we can do is we can help get you onto the right skincare. You you definitely want to be using good skincare. Um. But we can always work up to that. But ideally, you should be working with your skin and using good skincare products before you start any treatments. And I'll be really honest with my clients and I'll tell them that if you would like to do treatments with me, I can't guarantee you're going to get results. However, if you start on the products first and then we can build you up to the treatments because your skin needs that nourishment and it's going to benefit way more from having a good quality professional grade cleanser and moisturizer than anything I do, because I'm only going to see you once a month, whereas you're using those products on your skin every single day you're nourishing your skin you're giving it antioxidants you're keeping it clean it's healthy it's hydrated so that is what i'd recommend more than anything is getting onto some good skincare being consistent um trusting the process and trusting your skin specialist as well yeah. and then treatments available so many things we can do um but just as a rough guide we can do chemical peels which help lift off dead skin they help sort of dissolve dead skin and that um, is clogged in the pore so they help release blockages. So I've got a lot of chemical peels. Um, I do have a favorite at the moment. It's the BioRepeel. I'm getting great results for my acne clients with that um, because it's a really strong peel with no downtime or hardly any downtime. So that's my favorite peel, but that's not for everybody. And you really need to have a thorough skin assessment before we go down that Mm. path of chemical peels. If that sounds really scary to you, we have a lot of gentle treatments as well where we can do something that is just a deep cleanse for the skin. Um, maybe something antibacterial and anti-inflammatory. We just need to look at your skin first and see if it is red, we want to calm that inflammation down first and make the skin healthy again and build that barrier back up, which is also why I don't always tell my clients they need to exfoliate because sometimes their skin is way too red and inflamed and their barrier is weak or it's destroyed because they've been over-cleansing, they've been using harsh acne products when they didn't need to, and now their skin is actually more prone to breakouts. Mm. So sometimes I'll tell my clients, we're not exfoliating yet. We're just going to do a nice facial, a nice healing facial to repair the barrier. Uh, And that's when I like to use the LED light.
1: makes sense when you say it like this, you know?
0: Yeah, it's really, it's not one size fits all. So Mm. that's why you can't just walk into like chemist warehouse and just buy like their whole acne range because one product of that might work. Like you might get really good results, but if you're using like a whole acne range, it's going to dry your skin out way too much. And then you're just going to be back where you started.
1: Yeah. Well, does that make sense? It does. Perfect. Perfect yeah, sense. Cleared it me, up. To me. Um, <laughs> and Winnie. Winnie. <laughs> um, so what, what do you do? What should you do via the blemish?
0: Okay. Well, there's all kinds of blemishes. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so there's blackheads. Blackheads are the ones you can see that are black, not yeah. the brown ones. Brown ones are sebaceous filament and they are perfectly normal. Let me repeat, perfectly normal to have little brown dots on the skin, kind of like, um, like strawberry seeds. Like that's, that's really normal when they're black and they're a bit larger, they're blackheads, and we do want to extract them. They're not going to harm anything because they're actually on the outside of the skin. Um, but usually people don't like them because of their cosmetic appearance. So Mm. we can extract them. That's easy. Um, I'd recommend a professional extract them for you too. Then you get the, the cystic pimples. The cystic ones are really deep. They're the sorest ones. Mm. They're, they start really deep and they're quite traumatic for the skin. They're usually um, very sore and very hot. The best thing to do is just leave them or ice them. Um, ice will draw the heat out as well. Try not to touch them with your fingers because the warmth or the bacteria can just make them worse. They're going to go away by themselves, those cystic ones. Um, However, if you're still experiencing cystic ones and it's been like six months, then I'd recommend just seeing a doctor or a dermatologist to help with them um, because you might need something stronger or you might even need um, to have it surgically removed. It can be, but they would need to diagnose that for you. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Um, and then you have all of the little pustules um, and whiteheads and milia in between. Milia are the tiny little ones. They're kind of like a little white ball, and you always see them on the top of your cheeks or around your eye area. That's keratin. Keratin is like dead skin, Um, so that's sort of like trapped in the skin on the surface, um, and they're usually really tiny, and they can be extracted I personally don't extract the ones on the eyelid because I find that it's a really delicate area, Mm. Um, but I will help clients that have them like around their eyebrows or forehead or upper cheek, like under the eye, not too close to the eye, but sort of like lower eyelid area. I can help extract those ones. See a professional for those. Please don't do anything at home. Mm. When I extract them, I use a sterile needle, Um, so you should... Yeah, definitely <laughs> your face. Yeah, you should definitely not be using your fingers uh, or anything that you have lying around the house because that could be it's potentially yeah. As well. Yeah, you could get an infection and make mm. it worse. So, the, and you could bruise as well because they're very delicate. And then you have whiteheads. Whiteheads are a bit bigger than milia. They're under the skin, so they're sort of like whitish looking, but you've got like a layer of skin over those. Um, some people also call them clogged pores. They mm. are not infected. They can be extracted as well. Um, I would still recommend not doing it at home because it's under the skin and you could bruise, you could push that infection deeper. So see a professional. I would also use, um, depending on your skin, I usually would use a needle, a sterile needle to extract them as well. Because what happens is if you don't extract those, they can get infected and they can get worse. Um, They're the main ones. And then pustules and papules, they're, they're the red ones.
1: <laughs> Make <Making> me hungry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> giving you ideas for lunch mm. uh, Papules, pustules, they're red, they're raised, they've got a head, they're like swollen and sore they're angry. Um, what was the question again? What to do with those? Probably- um, yeah, yeah. yeah, don't touch them. you can put a spot treatment on them. but if you've already picked it and the skin is red and it's broken and it's weeping or it's bleeding or it's oozing, Don't put spot treatment on it because you've already got broken skin. And spot treatments usually have salicylic acid in them. And what's that going to do? It's going to burn. And your skin's going to get even weaker and worse than it is. Um, So pimple patches, all those things are great. But they should only go on the ones where there's no broken skin. But, yeah, you can definitely put them on a pimple that has a head. Um, Pustules are okay to put that on as well. Um, Yeah, so there's lots of things you can do. I always tell my clients to put ice, get an ice cube and put that on any infected ones like papules and pustules because it will draw the heat out and make them less sore mm-hmm. and it will take the redness away. And then it's also sort of like out of sight, out of mind, you've treated it, you've you know you've done something. Same as using a spot treatment. You've put a spot treatment on there. Now you do not need to touch it.
1: All right. Heaps yeah. uh, of best, info? Yeah, a lot. Besides bacne, <laughs> what are the other types of acne?
0: Uh, There's different grades, so I feel like I've gone through, like, what most people would know to recognize, um, and they're they're the most common acne forms that you'll experience. Uh, There's also things called, like, types of acne, like conditions called fungal acne and then bacterial acne. But that's not up for you to decide what you have or to like personally make your own skincare prescription. I'd uh, much prefer that you went and got that diagnosed by a dermatologist if you think you have like fungal acne. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, you can Google fungal acne and it's probably actually pretty rare that you would have fungal acne. Um, but yeah, anyone that knows what I'm talking about, usually I would just um, distinguish acne in the four grades. There's stage one, two, three, and four. Four being your most severe acne and one being like your lightest acne, like if you had a bit of congestion, which is clogged pores and some little whiteheads under the skin and some blackheads, maybe maybe a blemish or two, maybe a couple of pustules. So that would be grade one. And then it stages in severity from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're experiencing one, two, three, then I'd recommend seeing a skin specialist or seeing a doctor. But if you're experiencing type four uh, I'd recommend seeing a dermatologist because they're going to be able to get you onto something hopefully medication if that's something you're interested in but get you onto something that that's going to help you clear that cystic acne as well and make you feel better make your skin feel better all right so it's a lot thank you is that everything we've got covered for part one part one yeah okay awesome so well, thank you for those questions. No um, I really hope uh, everyone found something useful from that. But let me just say, yes, acne is really common, and you're not alone if you experience um, a couple of blemishes at that time of the month or you're experiencing some really crazy breakouts at the moment. Stressing about it is not going to do you any good. Uh, There's definitely other options out there and people you can talk to that are experienced and willing to help. Uh, So my main tips would be just not to self-diagnose, not to make your own skin prescription, um, and then everything else I'm going to cover in part two. As well, um, but yes, it's it is challenging, and I've been there as well, and that's why I am so incredibly passionate about it. And I do see a lot of clients that suffer from acne, and um, I can get really good results, and I can help you clear your acne. But it is a process, and you do have to stay consistent with your skincare, um, and you do have to be willing to commit to changing your lifestyle and focusing on things like your your diet and focusing on things that you can improve um, because it's all it's all about your well being. So it's very. Healthy internally and what's happening with your skin is a direct reflection of what's going on in your in your gut really um so it's important to make sure everything's aligned um and it's quite it's also a journey i think um i always tell my clients what works for one client might not work for the next one so you do have to be willing to have an open mind um and willing to try a few things and you will have to invest in your skin but it is definitely worth worthwhile Mm -hmm. and yeah it's something that It can, you know, you can maintain it and you can manage it. It's not something you can always completely cure. It does take a lot of commitment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But
0: yeah, I I love um, looking after my clients and helping them with their their skin concerns like acne. Very
1: good.
0: Cool. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much. That was season two, episode
1: two. Two,
0: yes. yeah amazing well um, happy Monday as well and I hope everyone has is having an amazing January so far mm-hmm. have a beautiful week and hopefully I'm going to see you in the salon soon thanks for listening see ya. bye